0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Scottish success in Europe With Rangers getting past progress as Aberdeen ease through as well Neil Lennon isn't convinced Arsenal have given up on Kieran Tierney And Angelo Alessio admits Kilmarnock are struggling to bring in new players I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me on the eve of another Scottish League season Is Derek Johnston and Hugh Keevans Yes, only one <sighs> sleep to go until the serious stuff starts And then there'll be no sleep at all if he's a Celtic or Rangers Every move they make Every step they take They will be under Tremendous scrutiny Because Every move they make Every step they take Will be vital To their title winning chances Other teams are available And good luck to them But one Of only two Can win the league And that's why There is no Margin for error I thought you were going to sing there Hugh That was the words of a famous yes. song Every step you take Every move you make Yes I'll be watching you Yeah Well everyone will be watching you too When you give your predictions <laughs> yes. A bit later on in tonight's show To see how this season's going to pan out shock But you. Derek Whatever way You look at it It oh. is all set up to be another Dramatic season In Scottish it, League football It is And great to be back again and, and you know Some smashing games tomorrow But you're right you know, Celtic going for that inevitable nine that they're looking for. You know, it's up to Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs and Hearts, you know, to stop it. It's as simple as that. They'll be wanting to win the league themselves. But Celtic's the benchmark there for everyone. And, uh, you know, every team has improved since last season. So looking forward to a really, really exciting season. The reality is that only Celtic or Rangers can win the league title. But in the passing, well done to Aberdeen. To score five goals in a European tie, home or away, is no mean feat And well done to them 0141 That's the number you need It is your last chance To get your pre-season predictions in Because as of tomorrow You'll have had a look at everyone And it won't mean as much So get all your predictions into us tonight Who's going to win Second, third Who's going to make the top six Who's going down What about player of the year Top goal scorer Anything at all Tonight is the night for your predictions 0141 1025 I'm going to get Derek and Hugh to hang on to theirs Until a bit later on in the show And don't forget in the second hour Your chance once more to win over £500 Thanks to Ladbroke So stay tuned for that one 01419511025 And the phone's Twitter is at Clyde SSB It's not often Hugh Keevans That we stand I was going to say sit But we stand here on a Friday And we can look back on Three positive results for Scottish clubs in Europe in the yeah. last couple of days Yeah, it, it's been very good uh, Kilmarnock was uh, an unmitigated disaster Losing to a Welsh part-time team But well done to Aberdeen, Celtic and Rangers for their progress so far uh, Bigger things to come in all cases uh, But we have to take our positivity wherever we may find it and right now no one's done anything wrong apart from Kelly. you know we keep moaning it you know we've only got one team that gets into the Champions League well the only way we're going to do that is by all the teams winning and getting that coefficient up yeah. you know we're for a good start to it I know there, there are other countries haven't started yet but we're up there we've already moved up a place you know we've taken all these points so long may that continue on Monday at 12.30 Gordon as you know um, Celtic Rangers and Aberdeen will find out who they play in the next stage However They will know In spite of the, the positive start That they have made Celtic can't look beyond Dan Petrescu's clues 
Rangers won't look beyond Midland uh, and Aberdeen won't look beyond their next Rekia, their, their next opponent. So, yes, it'll be interesting to play the game on Monday night of, ooh, that'll be an interesting tie. <laughs> However, one step at a time. Fans of all clubs, let's get those predictions in. How is your team going to fare this season? What about your rivals? Who's going to win it? Who's going down? Who's going to struggle? Who's going to be somewhere in between? You tell us. Let's kick off also, though, by looking back on last night's game in Luxembourg. So, quite simply, Rangers fans, what did you make of it? Who impressed you? Who didn't impress you? How does it set you up, if at all, for the start of this league campaign? Stephen Gerrard says they'll need to find a way of winning against teams who set up defensively uh, this season. He also says most teams would struggle against the style of play that Progress tried last night. I think good teams do always find a way, whatever challenge is put in front of them. But if you look at Celtic last year, they went on to win the treble. Um, and at times they found it difficult against that type of opposition with men behind the ball and you see Liverpool and Man City when they set challenges of you know teams behind the ball and people spoiling your rhythm and slowing it down and uh, doing everything they can to, to stop you. Even the best teams in the world at times they have stumbling blocks and setbacks so I'm not naive enough to think it's always going to be smooth and we're going to go on and win every game and everything's going to be fine um, but we have to be more prepared and for these challenges and, and, and we have to find the answers The manager also says there's been no drop-off in commitment from Alfredo Morelos despite all that recent transfer speculation He says he's still hoping the striker will come out and tell fans his stance and they've got targets in mind in case any of the top players leave If I've seen any signs that he wasn't he wouldn't be involved on a match day um, He trains really hard uh, He's smiling about the place um, He got an unfortunate, unfortunate niggle at the beginning of pre-season which set him back a week or two but I think now he's ready to fire. You know, he, he came on last night and, and nearly got a couple of goals for us. But he had that threat about him. And, um, you know, he, he'll train the next few days and he'll be available for selection at the weekend. I think when you're adored and you've got the support that Alfredo's got, I'm sure every fan wants to know where his future lies. So I think he should address that. But that's my own personal opinion. We have lists of players in every single position. So, for example, if we received a bid for Conor Golson, that was a bid that we couldn't turn down. Of course, we'd have a list of players. But we don't want to sell any of our top players. But you've always got to be prepared and put yourself in a position that if and when a crazy bid hits the table you've got to be ready and prepared because in this day and age it can happen and we are at a club where every player's got a price I've never ever denied that but I've always said I want to keep me top players so uh, your goals and your Tavernas your Morelos and all that we don't want to sell we want to build it around them top players I mean Derek it, it clearly wasn't a classic last no. night but at the same time at this stage of European competition you manage it over the two legs and and you try your best to get through And Rangers did that with relative ease Well it was job done You're absolutely right Gordon You know they, they didn't have to do an awful lot They never looked under pressure at all in the game You know as the manager said there Morelos could have easily got two goals when he came on Maybe should have got two goals But uh, I, I just love the way after the game I, I won't be watching that game again You know things like He just tells you as he sees it And I love that in a manager Too many managers Well it's all about getting through And this and that He said Bad game, we didn't play well We'll need to play a lot better in the next round But we're through and that's the main thing It was low key, everyone's allowed that Absolutely. However, I do think that Starting on Sunday uh, In Rangers case at Kilmarnock There's no room for low key There's no margin for error as I said And I think the reason why Morelos Started on the bench last night Was because he'll start against Kilmarnock He scores more goals against Kilmarnock Than he does against any other club 
Well what do you think 01419511025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB And I'm already in trouble Hugh Keevans Quite oh. rightly Because Ailsa has tweeted in And said Oi you It's not the eve Of the Scottish League Because my team kick off tonight Quite right So we'll yes. get them firmer Against Dundee, Dundee In the Championship well done, Tonight Ailsa. as well, well My, done. my sincere well done, apologies Let's go straight to the phones though Ronnie is a Rangers fan In Carluk Before we look forward Ronnie to the season What did you make of last night? Last night I need a wee bit More clinical Um no, no, three or four decent chances with about 20 minutes to go. This is a big, big season for Rangers. They must talk themselves at this season. They must be more clinical. The league starts on Sunday. It could backfire on them if they don't get a prolific striker. I mean, Defoe's no set the head on fire and nobody knows what's going to happen with Morelos. So, although they got the result they were through, mm. it wasn't impressive. All right, but Ronnie, if Morelos does stay and there have been no bids up to this point, surely he, he counts as Prolific. I mean, he was the, the top scorer in the league last season. Is he going to last ninety minutes? I know. I know. Stephen Gerrard's got a a rule for the to send half and etc. Cautions and that. But is he going to play for ninety minutes? It's because Celtic will just rail him right up, and he should know that. Well, he gets, sent, he, off again. he gets sent off against teams other than Celtic, of course. <laughs> yeah. uh, so that is a problem. But only he can solve that. There's nothing that yeah. Stephen Gerrard can do. He's tried everything. He's Tearing his hair out over it But The point is that He is a prolific goal scorer And Ironically There is no one Interested in him Because no bids are forthcoming The English window closes on Thursday The Chinese window uh, Has closed already So I think he'll be a Rangers player It's up to him how he conducts himself On the park I mean Derek I think everyone on Every side of this story Is probably a bit fed up with this Story because it's not really going anywhere. There, no, been, there have no. been no bids for Morello, so no. it's you know Stephen Gerrard. He's frustrated. It keep being asked about it. Yeah. Understandably, it is a big deal. Quite simply, then to, to put it into sharper focus, does he start against Kilmarnock on Sunday or is it Jermaine Defoe? No, I think he does start on Sunday. You know, at the end of the day, it's not Rangers have put out. You know that the, there's the, you know there's clubs being in for Morello. It's all speculation. You know, and, and every every time that the managers ask, he say, "Look, there's nothing happening. We've had no bids, but still the stories come." I do think he, he will start the game. You know, the the caller saying, "You know, there's no prolific score." I think Jermaine Defoe has been terrific. I think he's he's a great foil. I think given the the, the right service, then he will get goals as well. I think it's a good a good pairing the two of them. I don't think they'll play together many games. There may there may well be a game where the two of them can play together. But certainly one of them will be playing and one of them, the majority of the time, will be on the bench. And listen, if I'm a centre-half or I'm a defender or a midfielder this season, I'm going to do exactly the same as I did last mm. season to Morelos, try and wind him up. Yeah. It's up to him to calm down. Everybody, the, the players have spoken to him. The players are now trying to help him. Any time he gets into bother, there's two or three players over mm. pulling him away, not letting him get involved. He's got to learn Because you score goals You're a danger to the opposition They're going to try their best To put you off All you can do Is stick the ball in the back of the net And give them a wee wave after it You do not get involved uh, Ronnie what Makes you so concerned About Jermaine Defoe In front of goal I mean I think he, he got two Against St Joseph Didn't he If you look at last season From sort of The end of January onwards When he came in He, he got eight goals doesn't, It's not as if he, he's He's shy in front of goal no, Well you're not playing Against the uh... The prime teams you're playing against is running the mill teams at the moment. Games are going to get harder and harder. And if you can't score a goal against Luxembourg over two legs, I think for Luxembourg, well, you're not going to uh, against Danish teams and, and better teams than that in the next coming rounds. They have to be more prolific. They have to score goals. It's going to come back and haunt them. 
Uh, Hugh Keevens, another thing Stephen Gerrard said last night, he actually thinks the the step up in quality in a roundabout way might actually help Rangers yeah. because you don't you don't have that room to be complacent, you don't have that room to be thinking, well, we're two 0 up from the first leg and this team don't look like hurting us, and, and therefore maybe um, you know a bit of complacency creeps in. See, Ro- Can you Ronnie, see the way that might work? Yeah, Ronnie is underlining the point about this being a season like no other. Uh, he's already made the point that Celtic, in his eyes, must be stopped. Uh, and therefore, he's already got himself overexcited by Jermaine Defoe and d- does he score enough goals? And Morelos, how will he behave himself? So everything this season, Gordon, will be magnified 100 times uh, from both Celtic and Rangers' perspective because for the fans, this is crucial. Come on Ronnie, you're first up Give us your predictions for this season then You've started off a bit doom and gloom After last night for some reason Who, Who's going to win the league? I don't know oh. I don't know i go for Rangers Go for Rangers I have to buy a good striker Well, um, Morelos won't go I, I see, what, what makes you so sure? I, I see no one on the horizon I'm not buying Turning down a £30 million move to China I'm just not buying that that's a purely personal opinion. And there is no one else who has expressed any interest in him at all. So he'll still be there and he'll be the main option. Defoe is a good player with a tremendous career behind him. But Morelos is still the man. I mean, Derek, if you were to look at last night, again, it, it wasn't a classic yet. I'm not sure you can really take any conclusions from it either no. way. I mean, Ronnie's saying he thinks that sort of thing will come back to haunt them. Stephen Gerrard's quite the opposite. He's not even going to watch it back. Um, if you're yeah. looking for positives, where would they come from? Perhaps Aribo, Ojo? Ojo. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, you know, I've, I've watched most of the games pre-season and, and, I've, and I've been well impressed. Yes, I know it was against the Oxfords, Oxfords and team like that. But uh, you know, they've looked apart. You know, they, they've they've played some great stuff. They've scored some good goals, but all of a sudden, the last couple of games, you know, in, in the in the European tie at two nothing, it could have been five or six easily last Thursday. It wasn't. You know, Tavernier misses a penalty that would have just sealed the tie. You know, on, on the night, it didn't happen. And Rangers have got to be a wee bit more ruthless up front when they're creating chances like that. As I said earlier, I mean, Morelos came on for fifteen minutes last night and really should have scored two goals. And so they've, they've got to be a wee bit more lethal in front of goals But they've been very, very impressive the way they're playing Plenty of pace We're on about, you know, teams playing against Rangers Getting men behind the ball, packing defences That's when you need the quality That's when you need people with pace And with people like Aribo Kamara, I think, has been outstanding as well When he's played in the midfield role Ojo wide on the right coming in And, and having that left foot digging it in the corners You know, they do have the quality now To, to get by these teams that were defensive-minded last season of course we're looking back on some of the European results from last night But we're also looking ahead to a big league season coming up Get all your predictions in They've started coming in on Twitter uh, Reagan says his prediction is Celtic first by 7 points to Rangers Very specific, I like that <laughs> um, Motherwell to be the surprise of the season Livingston to go down And St Mirren in the playoff spot Isabel says Rangers to win the league Motherwell top 6 Kilmarnock bottom Can you imagine? Mm. What a fall from grace That would be top scorer Joe Aribo That's going to be some effort from Midfield, you got your predictions, get them in 01419511025 And we will hear from the Celtic boss Neil Lennon on the start of the season And of course, the Kieran Tierney situation next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's personal injury solicitors Getting you full compensation is their goal Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson here with me Gordon Duncan on... 
Well, it's kind of the eve of the league season starting back. Dunfermline and Dundee do play tonight, but for everyone else, it's the eve of the league season and it's the last chance for you to truly get your pre-season predictions. And a bit of signing news coming out of Paisley. Jonathan Obika, the striker, has signed a two-year deal with St Mirren, former Oxford United player. Um, I think we, we probably hold our hands up at this stage, Hugh, and say we don't know... A great deal about the player in terms of how good he is Let's be honest They need numbers though They need people in and they yeah. specifically needed a striker Let's be honest, we know nothing at all uh, But Cody Cook and that long term injury that he has suffered That uh, created a, a real need for Jim Goodwin People are looking at Jim at St Mirren Wondering about the start that's made to the season Wondering about recruitment uh, Do they have sufficient numbers Never mind the quality uh, To progress but uh, I'm sure Jim Goodwin is acutely aware of all that And tomorrow will tell him the real story about where he stands Your predictions are coming in on Twitter at Clyde SSB A real mixed bag James McCluskey going Celtic Rangers in the 1-2 He's gone Hamilton in the playoffs in St Mirren straight down uh, Rury's got Celtic to win it He's got Kelty Hearts He's mentioned them to gain promotion to <laughs> League 2 St Johnston to go straight down Don't tell Tommy right no. that I hear he took a, uh, exception To one of our pundits Tipping the very oh. same The other night um, Peter Ramsey's got Rangers Celtic then Aberdeen St Mirren to finish Bottom So many uh, Predictions coming in At Clyde SSB Keep them coming Hugh Evans And Derek Johnson Will give us theirs Later tonight And then um, I think we'll do that Just after 7 o'clock Does that yes. sound okay? Yeah. And the Top team will be back tomorrow We'll go around the grounds On Saturday afternoon And we'll get everyone's prediction I'm going to get everything Written down this season Hugh Keevans It's gone on Twitter I want people to screenshot it Save it Throw it in your face yep. At any given opportunity You know It's a nonsense <laughs> Prediction Business yeah. Is a nonsense Because you're asked What will happen 38 football matches from now And Because you say One name And not another You are derided For the whole of the season uh, but it's a game we play It's innocent fun And Derek and I Will have the big reveal After seven You call it nonsense I call it brilliant Maybe we'll, we'll split the difference between, yeah. 01419511025 On the phones At Clyde SSB on Twitter We're about to hear from Neil Lennon Let's hear from Alec Is a Celtic fan first up though Hi Alec and Rossi You're all doing well Yep good yes, thanks Alec, Alec. Uh, Been obviously listening to the, the phone In the last couple of weeks About Rangers fans coming on and they're really, really delighted about their team. Uh, as Hugh says, we never know what's going to happen for the first couple of months anyway. But I had the pleasure of watching the Rangers game last night with the sound turned down me, I Derek. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I was totally flummoxed. They're absolutely pedestrian. One way, I see nothing at all to worry about Celtic. Celtic will run over them this year. The only player the Rangers have got that worries me is Morelis. The rest of them are mundane. They just didn't have any direction last night. And I think Celtic will run over the top of them. Now, here's the thing, Alec. Had Rangers won 4-0 last night, you would probably, correct me if I'm wrong, have phoned in here and said, ah, who cares, it was against poor opposition. I'm not reading anything into that game. But because Rangers weren't at their best, you're going to read everything into it and say that that's going to impact the season coming up. I always look at the other team, Gordon, and wonder if I could have one or two other players in my team who would I have... Last night, I know he only came in the last 10 minutes and Morelis is their best, their best player. I would not have any of those Rangers players in the Celtic team. Absolutely none of them. Did you watch Did you watch the first leg, Alex? No, I didn't see the first leg, no. Well, uh, well that's no, fine. That's fine. It. That's okay then. Uh, you know, you know, you, you that mean... game last night, I had the chance to watch it. Obviously, it was on the telly. Turn the sound down and I, 
I don't know. I mean, I was watching it and it was like amateurs. Alec, amateurs why, Alec, why would you turn the sound down, Alec? You don't want to hear what's well, going on. Well, obviously, the wee guy that commentates on it, he, he, he makes it sound rather interesting and, and fantastic for Rangers. And uh, obviously, you turn the sound down so you don't need to listen to it because, I mean, it's, uh, by the way, Derek, Celtic Telly does the same. The Celtic commentators have got to turn the sound down with him sometime as well. <laughs> well, you know, it's impossible to read into one European match. You know, Brendan Brendan Rogers Brendan Rogers lost to Lincoln Red Imps in his first game as Celtic manager, and he he then went on to win trophy after trophy, and to make history here. I'm not saying that Stephen Gerrard will do the same. I'm just saying that you can't base an entire case on a goalless draw in Luxembourg. It's probably the most ineffective game they've played so far. That's but but they're two nothing up. You know, they're nothing to rush forward for. Be a different in the next game. Next Thursday night against the Danish side That'll be sure What do you make of Hugh's argument Alec he's reminding you of that Lincoln Redimps game And I'm sure you've not forgotten Celtic managed to do pretty well after that So is, is it really wise to look into one game like that? Well for the last two weeks All I've heard is Rangers are going to do this And Rangers are going to do that on the radio So I'm only coming back saying I've, I was actually worried about the Rangers challenge this year I was worried about it because they've signed so many players. Not a lot of players that I've heard about, actually, but they've signed a lot of players. Uh, and I was, I'm saying, oh, they're going to give us a wee challenge this year. But if that's what they've got to come up with like last night, uh, they've got, Celtic have got absolutely nothing to worry about. Celtic will steamroll them. They've it, got a lot more in their locker, Alec, than it, last it, night. It, Don't it, worry it about is, that. It is compulsory for Rangers fans <laughs> to run down Celtic. It is compulsory for Celtic fans to run down Rangers. Uh, this is the way of the world The good thing about the season getting underway this weekend Saturday and Sunday Is that now we can get to the meat of the matter Now we can assess Celtic's performance against Johnston Rangers performance at Kilmarnock And then Alec Probably will, some refereeing controversies along the yeah, way One or two you know, be, by be, five past three Well I've said to you before Gordon There'll be club statements about throw-ins this season <laughs> But Alec and everyone else will get an a more accurate picture once league matches are played. Now is the time for mm. running down Celtic and saying they're not the team they were and for Celtic supporters to run down Rangers and say, well, we've had a look at them. I wouldn't have them in my team. OK, thanks, Alec. Keep the calls coming in. 01419511025. I want to hear some predictions, some specific predictions. Who's going to win? Who's finishing second? Who goes down? What about surprises for the top six? Anything else at all, share them with us on Twitter as well, at Clyde SSB. And also listen to this from Neil Lennon and tell us what you think. He's not convinced that Arsenal have given up on signing Kieran Tierney. They've already had two bids rejected. Lennon says he'll be happy when the window down south shuts. We know that the window shuts on Thursday, um, so... If we were talking about Arsenal, then they've got what five or six days to, you know, come back in with a revised offer, as it were. Apart from that, we'll continue on and get Kieran back with us and fit as quickly as possible. Obviously, because he's a such an important player. Normally, these things tend to happen again, so it wouldn't surprise me. Put it that way. That's not from personal knowledge of anything. That's just you know my own experience of things. No, we've gone quite a weekend this weekend. Um, at the minute, we're content with what we've got. And we'll go into, obviously, tomorrow on, on Cluj with the squad that we have. Two bids for Tierney so far, Hugh. Mm. Neil Lennon, not sure if another one will, will come. He wouldn't be surprised. We already mentioned no bids for Morelos. Maybe we've just peaked too early this year. Maybe the dramatic transfer saga of David Turnbull has 
yeah. has blown everything else out the water. The rest are just a bit calmer, taking uh, its course. With regard to Kieran Tierney, we won't have long to wait because the transfer window down south closes on Thursday. We know that they are the club who have pursued him and so far have not satisfied Celtic with the, the scale of their offer. I just wonder what this is doing to Kieran Tierney because Neil Lennon has touched upon it and said that obviously a young man being pursued by a club as big as Arsenal uh, is having his head turned a bit. So if he does stay, we'll have to see what effect, if any, it has on Kieran. But the, the other thing to be noted is that he's still not fit enough to play football yeah. for Celtic, Arsenal or anybody else. 01419511025 Celtic of course kick off their latest title defence tomorrow Against St Johnson Flag day as they call it Hugh Keevans yeah. Lennon says they're relishing the challenge of making it nine in a row Each time you know people take points off us or beat us That's little victories for them And that's something that we want to avoid obviously as we, as we progress But I'm pleased with the balance of the squad I'm pleased with the individual and collective performances that I've seen so far Like you're not guaranteed to get everything you own Winning games is hard you know, I've said that to the players and they've done it very well winning competitions you know, but it's, that's in the past now and now it's the present and it's important we go into uh, a run of games now it's going to be very heavy and very competitive and um, you know, asking all the squad to, to be ready when called upon and um, yeah the, the focus has been good quiet, quiet and calm but the focus has been good I don't like making predictions or looking too far ahead I think we've strengthened in, in areas that we needed to strengthen and um, you know, we've got the likes of Griffiths, you know, almost at full fitness, which we didn't have the luxury of for a long time. You know, Kieran's nearly fit, which, again, we missed Tom Rodgick. You know, all those have got to come into what we already have, have seen so far. So, Maggie Johnson's making great progress. So, you know, in some aspects, we could even be stronger than we were at the end of last season. Jack is in Hamilton as a Celtic fan. What's on your mind tonight, Jack? Um, hello, Will. I'm just... Phone up about I don't like to rock the Celtic. I'm a Celtic supporter myself, but I don't like to rock the boat a wee bit. But I believe Celtic will struggle this year, and the reason I'm saying that is because I believe in McGregor, Forrest, uh, Ryan Christie, and especially Ed, Edson Edward. That Celtic lack uh, a lot of create, creativity. Uh, I believe that they think they're better than what they actually are. And I think Celtic will struggle And Lee Griffiths is definitely no 100% fit either And I believe Celtic will struggle this year They've went to Ibrox a few times lately And when the going was good Celtic were, were, were They players showing out But when the going gets a bit tight mm. I think they, they fall away Especially Forrest I think And McGregor They fall away and they don't show up They're, they're not showing up as, as much For their matches And I think Celtic will struggle this year well, there was me, Hugh, thinking that everyone was optimistic at this time of the season. Yeah, Jack, yeah. Uh, Jack makes you look laugh a minute. Well, he, he's taking pessimism to a new low. Uh, you know, even if James Forrest is not firing on all cylinders at the moment, then there's Mikey Johnson, there's Marianne Sved, there's Lewis Morgan to compensate for that. Uh, if Callum McGregor, who played 69 games last season, if he's feeling any side effects... Then there's Insham, there's Christie, you know, well, there's Rogic. Uh, you know, the, I think your, your your pessimism is difficult no, to understand. No, it's no pessimistic because I've, I've been going to see Celtic for about thirty years, and I still I still believe that that Celtic team lack lack a spark and lack creativity. 
And I believe that they, that will show this year. That, that, this well, year how, again, how can that be? Chances. How can that be described as anything other than pessimism? You're saying that well, Celtic will struggle. That's a pessimistic well, because, view. Because I don't believe the players are as good as it, what, they, what they're portrayed to be, and I, that's for a Celtic support. I don't. I've, I've watched them on pre-season or the pre-season matches, and I still believe that they'll struggle this year. Well, I, I believe that. I mean, take James Forrest. Take James Forrest, for instance, Jack. You talk about not being as good as he's portrayed to be last season. The main people who were portraying him to be good were his fellow professionals because he won the PFA Scotland Player of the Year. So they all thought he was the best player in the country. Yeah, but I, but I keep going back to the matches that I've watched at Celtic Park, especially last year. I, I believe Celtic lacked a spark, I lacked creativity. They were predictable, and I believe that their players are, are getting to be very, very predictable. That's well, why Rangers have got their market eyebrows now. I think the the Rangers Celtic Celtic Rangers games have become slightly different because of the crowd segregation. Celtic get eight hundred tickets for Ibrox, and uh, the Rangers supporters get the same number roughly for Celtic Park. It seems to make home advantage really work. But I go back to the point: people are entitled to be wildly optimistic at this time of the year. And they're also entitled to be desperately pessimistic. And I think that Jack makes out a desperately pessimistic case when you see so many players emerging and re-emerging at Celtic Park. Lewis Morgan has been outstanding. Ryan Christie has come back after serious injury and been outstanding. Uh, Marian Sved has come in and scored in his debut and so on and so forth. I just think that Jack has been overly pessimistic. I would disagree with you when you're on about the crowd at the Old Firm games. You know, when I mean Rangers have won comfortably their two games against Celtic, but when when Rangers went to Celtic Park, you know, it's one each. Rangers had ten men, and Rangers were the better side. All for one stupid pass from Tavernier when Celtic scored late on. Mm-hmm. You know, even even Neil Lennon said that they probably didn't deserve to win the games. I, I don't think the crowd was anything to do with it. It's what the players have got inside them to get them going. Matters. I, I don't think because you've got eight hundred in the corner or you've got your four and a half thousand or whatever. I don't think that makes any okay. difference. I whatsoever. think there's plenty of time to talk about that when these games come around. Let's say goodbye to Jack and Hamilton and say hello to Donald in Wisher. Hi, Donald. Hi there. Hi. What's your point tonight, Donald? I've actually got two points I'd like to make. The first point was in the last caller there, and he was talking about Lee Griffiths not being fit. Um, I just wanted to ask your guys' opinion. The last game uh, Celtic played again uh, in Europe there, Lee Griffiths was running up and down the park, ragged, to get back, get the ball back, chasing back in possession and stuff like that. I'd just like to hear your opinion. If there was, was any, if there was that. any, if there was any doubt about Lee and his fitness, he wouldn't be in the team. Because Neil Lennon wouldn't play someone who who wasn't fit enough to take part in the match. And, and, so, and in fairness, if if he is working back to an absolute maximum level of fitness, surely that's okay and unsurprising. Given what, what, he's not what, he need, what he needs, Gordon, he's been out for what, six months or something. He was out for. You can train all you like and think you're fit. It's match sharpness that he needs. He hasn't played that many games. But what I've seen of him, he's looked very good. He's not 100% yet, but he's not far away. Mm. Uh, Donald, we're a bit short on time, so give us your second point. My second one was uh, the whole uh, John McGinn and uh, Patrick Roberts. I keep hearing this about John McGinn being the biggest mistake that Celtic's made and Patrick Roberts and that as well. But see, when you look back and you think about it, Ryan Christie had his best best season in a Celtic jersey last season and so did James Forrest see if these players were brought in they wouldn't have got the chance to do that 
Now I wish it put yeah. on record I did not bring up John McGinn <laughs> For the second time this week I up tonight But call in, call after call I keep hearing John McGinn was the biggest mistake that Celtic's made But really though, it's not But uh, I said on Monday and I repeat on Friday There's no point in discussing John McGinn anymore The 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 train has left the platform and it's not coming back. Where Donald is probably right. It it perhaps played a part in the emergence of Ryan Christie. Yeah. And so far, that's it's been so far so good for him. Yeah, I mean, Christie is now ahead of Rogic for a place in the team. And uh, you know, a year ago, you wouldn't have thought that possible. So I did not bring up John McGinn. <laughs> I will not mention John McGinn again unless somebody mentions John McGinn. But you know what? Sir Alex mentioned him. He wants Manchester yeah. United yeah. to buy him. Now, what, what did he go for? Three and a half million. What do you think Manchester United would have to pay well, for Well, today, you know? of course, Oliver McBurney, the most expensive Scottish <laughs> player of yeah. all time. £20 yeah. million. Pounds. What England, would it, England. You and I are getting back training again. Oh, what would you have it? been worth in your day, Derek? Oh, 40 quid. Well, ha- if Harry Maguire is going for £80 million, oh, pounds, you're worth at least two, well, yes. I would say. And, uh, that, and more money than Virgil van Dijk cost Liverpool. So the world down there is officially <laughs> mad. Even yeah. Brighton have spent £20 million pounds today on a Bristol City player. Well, the grandkids are looking for a return on their season ticket, I'm, well, I'm sure, for next season. Well, they're up here just now, so. Uh, is that why you look a bit tired? Did you looking a bit no, dishevelled? They're not I, in Glasgow. They're not in no, Glasgow. No, no, they're in the East Newcastle Fife. Oh, and, very nice. Um, eating me out of house and adopted home. At Clyde SSB on Twitter for your predictions on the phone as well. I don't know if Robert Clark has got some sort of axe to grind with Paisley, but he says if anyone thinks any team other than St Mirren are getting relegated, you're off your head. <laughs> There are shambles off the park with claims of top six and no better on it. Enjoy the Indo drill next year, buddies, he says. Very harsh. Uh, and what else have we got coming in as far as predictions go? That's the one that certainly jumped out at me. Alan uh, says Celtic nine in a row, Aberdeen second, Motherwell third, and Rangers relegated. He does <laughs> put a laughing face, to be fair. So yeah. uh, just getting a wee, wee dig in there. Team we rivalry, we don't mind that. 01419511025. We are going to take more of your calls and, of course, give Aberdeen the praise they deserve next. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. It's Derek Johnson and Hugh Keevans here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Now, the last caller, Jack, caused a bit of a stooshy oh. on Twitter, Hugh Keevans. He was a Celtic fan, he said he'd been going for 30 years, um, but he didn't rate McGregor, Forrest, Edward, Griffiths, etc. etc. So James is on Twitter, he says, If Jack is a Celtic fan going for the past 30 years, Gordon DL is a Motherwell supporter. <laughs> I write, mate. He's obviously not seen well. Gordon DL sporting his new Motherwell away strip for the new season as he turned up. To the show last yeah, night With his name on the back as well I know. Just, yeah. And his hair the same colour as yours you Yeah I'm a trailblazer the, the Silver a, fox I, I'm a fashionista If Jack is genuinely a Celtic fan And genuinely believes That Lee Griffiths is unfit And that James Forrest Is not the player he thinks he is And so on and so forth Then Okay That's fine That's his opinion But It is Wildly pessimistic And Deeply inaccurate We'll speak to David and Wisher in just a second Great result for Aberdeen last night in Europe Uh, 5-0 against Shakura of Georgia on the night 6-1 on aggregate A Sam Cosgrove hat-trick Scott Wright scoring Greg Lee as well Through to face Rijeka of Croatia Next to beat them of course in 2015 But Hugh, any Scottish team winning 5-0 in Europe is a 
is a positive and a big one. Yeah, because Kilmarnock have proved once again that you can take nothing for granted in Europe. They've had the worst result in their history uh, against Welsh part-timers. So, well done Sam Cosgrove for the hat-trick. He continues to score at a genuinely prolific rate. I think that's 25 goals in his last 32 matches for Aberdeen. So, uh, he'll be a big man for them against Hearts uh, on Sunday at Pataudry. And all of a sudden, Derek, a bit of... Maybe doom and gloom's a bit far But Aberdeen went from being second They slipped to fourth last season um, They're looking pretty good the, the, the players that they've brought in Certainly look like They're going to be A decent force this season Well he knows a player Derek McInnes That's one thing about him You know how many has he brought From the English first division And the English championship Brought mm. them up here I hadn't heard of half of them And all of a sudden You know that they're stars Up here at Aberdeen Oh they'll be battling away again And that, you're right That's a fantastic result It doesn't matter that You've never heard of that club you know, and probably 99% of the Scots had never heard of them. But listen, you've still to beat them. You've still to go out there and have the right attitude. And Aberdeen last night were on fire. And Sam Cosgrove, the start of the season, you know, to get a hat-trick in Europe, what a start that is for him. It's all about the coefficient, Hugh Evans. Mm. If we could just get them all through the next mm. round, it would do wonders. Yeah, um, but one round at a time, and they've done their jobs properly. And I agree with you. I think that Aberdeen have spent the summer wisely. And Derek McInnes has used his eye for a player And he's still got Craig Bryson to come into that team Who will improve them still further The big problem is if they lose the centre half you know, If somebody comes yeah. in with an offer It's you know five, six, seven million. I mean, Can Aberdeen afford to knock that back? Yeah but then I suppose at the same time That would be life changing money for Aberdeen Wouldn't yeah, it? But, so you... but, but you're missing a huge part of your defence But knowing Derek If something like that happened He would have something up his sleeve yeah. No danger whatsoever David's in Wisher What's your point tonight David? How we doing, everybody? Okay. Yeah, Hi, thanks. All right, big Derek. I'm fine, David. Uh, just uh, what I've been watching. Uh, you know, it's only just the start of the season. Talking about how various things maybe uh, turn out. I just think looking at the midfields, I, I believe Rangers have the better midfield and the better win. Right, talk us through some shows you're you're working. If you like, David, who who in particular is is impressing you? What do you think they're bringing to the table? Well, I watched the two, the, the, Aribo and the, I can't even pronounce Ojo. the other lad's name. Is it Ojo? Ojo? Yeah. It's just a very, it's just a variation. Yeah. I think they can walk round about the middle of the park to walk on both flanks. The guy that they signed for the Italian club, I, I don't really know who he is, but they're starting to really bolster up the yeah. defence as well. Yeah. Well, let's let's look a bit at the bit at the midfield then, since David brought it up. Would that be the the obvious? Area Rangers have have improved, Derek. I think I think they are a stronger side than last season. That is for sure with the squad of the got. But we won't know until the league starts. You know, and games are played. Whether you know the players if they've got a stronger squad. But for me, I think the manager's got very very difficult decisions this year because when you look at the strength that they've got, you know, look at the midfield alone. When you look at Arfield, Davis, Kamara, Jack, Aribo, Doherty, you know he's he's got to try and get three. Or possibly four Depending on which way He's going to play with that So there's going to be players Very very disappointed there When you, when you look Hellander Goldston Katic Edmondson The centre backs They're covered there Wideman Jones Murphy Hasty Ojo You know they're, they're, they're absolutely solid there But I just don't know What his team's going to be On Sunday Simple as that I think Morelis will definitely play But when I look Who's, going, who's the centre half's going to be 
I mean, Stephen Gerrard clearly has options there. Hugh Keevans and David's on saying he thinks that you know Rangers have the best midfield. You, you can uh-huh. hear the Celtic fans yeah. already saying, "Well, hold on a second. Look at Scott Brown. Look at the number of trophies he's won." And Callum yeah. McGregor, over the past couple of seasons, one of the most consistent performers, and, yeah. and Ryan Christie emerging, and Chamon Rogic. So, listen, we, we we're not going to reach any sort of consensus. But what we I think we can agree is that. They're both looking pretty yeah. good And it? it should be an interesting battle when they meet Yeah, there's an awful lot of quality there In the middle of the park At Celtic and Rangers The interesting area might be at the back Since the end of last season Michael Lustig has gone from Celtic Benkovic has gone Boyata has gone And it may be that by Thursday Kieran Tierney has gone There's your back four taken away Now Celtic have to find out How El Hamed will settle uh, Bolingolia by all accounts uh, Came back to form in Europe midweek Was the player that Celtic decided was worth £3 million uh, They have Chris Julia At £7 million The second most expensive player in Celtic's history And they still have Simonovic and Ayer as well Now Is that good enough to replace Lustig, Boyata, Benkovic and Tierney? We'll find out By the same token George Edmondson has looked very good for Rangers But can he sustain it week in week out When the pressure is on When 50,000 people are there at every Rangers home game Saying you'd better win A draw is a disaster this season So we'll have to see how they all settle in at the back David all the talk All the build up All the pre-season predictions and bragging How do you see Sunday going when it eventually gets underway? When the first game of the season So mm-hmm. uh, I'll take a win for starters to be honest with you, I'm just breaking it down the the very the I mean the options they can have in the midfield to see out the season. Would you be able to pick uh, a would you be able to pick a midfield right now, David? Do you, do you have a, a preference in mind? I would go with the midfield they played against Arby. I thought that was good. Remind me who was that? Be be a pre season, just the new guys, Aribo as I said, I can't pronounce the other guy's Ojo. name. There's a few variables or It's just the size of the midfield That maybe you can Obviously Play per game Or yeah. various opponents As I say The one thing we, we don't know About Celtic and Rangers Is Those who have come in They have to understand That a draw this season Is a disaster A defeat is a catastrophe And that's the way this season is being looked at By the supporters mm. of both clubs And they have to live with that pressure Derek, would you be able to take a stab at Rangers best midfield at the moment well up, fr- up front the, the strongest up front I think is uh, Morelos through the middle mm-hmm. I think wide on the right Ojo mm-hmm. and wide left he's playing as Arfield I think that'll be the three main men that go forward okay, Arfield's so been played well for midfield for me I think Davis has got you Davis is struggling with an injury yeah, just, and, just generally and, and, assume and, they're all I fit I think if, if he's not fit no, assume they're all fit I'm just talking generally well, can I'm, you pick I'm the strongest about Sunday. I'm, I'm talking specifically about Sunday because if, if he's not fit for me it's Kamara Aribo and uh, Davis and and, uh, and Jack if, if uh, he's not fit If, if Davis, Davis was fit, fit Who misses out? If Davis out? is fit Then I think Jack misses out Yeah Okay I think it's time for this The first one potentially Of the new season for you DJ 
Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. And we're staring at the real possibility that the pundits provide a clean sweep in the first week back of oh, Beat no. the Pundit. You could change all that tonight, though, if you give us a call right now. 0141 951 1025. You up against Hugh Keevans or Derek Johnson for the chance to win yourself a signed ball. And these two will be giving their predictions after seven as well. If you fancy it tonight, 01419511025. Be quick. You only have until seven o'clock. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. Compensation you deserve. When there's been foul play, talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson here with me, Gordon Duncan, and tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. These two will be unveiling their Premiership predictions next, and a bit later, your chance to win more than five hundred pounds as well. Let's do this first, though. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun for the best football news and opinion online. TheScottishSun.co.uk/slash/football. Yes, beat the pundit back for a brand new season. Your chance to come on here, show off your footballing knowledge, and potentially win yourself a ball all at the expense of the pundits who get laughed at by everyone if they lose but you won on Monday night I Hugh did, yes. Roger Hanna followed on Tuesday uh, can't even remember who it was but one of them followed suit on Wednesday and again last night so it's been easy for the pundits so far Derek Johnson looking at me knows there's a real danger that you swoop in here on a Friday Absolutely. and uh, destroy that winning run let's see how you get on tonight though one of you is going to be taking on Colin who is a Rangers fan from Airdrie, how are you tonight, Colin? I'm very good, thank you for asking. If you had a preference, who would you rather take on? I know you're a Rangers fan, does that mean you would rather avoid Derek or take him on? I don't know, how does it work? Uh, I think I would go for Derek, if I'm honest. Oh, right, okay, well, I'll toss the coin anyway and we'll see how we Cause, get cause on. Because you think I'm the weakest one? <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> yes, I think, I think that's what he means. Yeah, anyway, yeah, heads, yeah. it's Hugh Keevans, tails, it's Derek Johnson. And it's heads twice in a week oh, for you, Hugh Evans, I'm afraid. Uh, so I'll give you some Clyde too and make sure you can't listen in to Colin and I. Colin, you have 30 seconds head to head. You can pass. Here is your chance to beat the pundit. Are you ready? Yeah, on you go. Sean McLaughlin has joined St Mirren on loan from which English team? Uh, pass. What nationality is new Hamilton goalkeeper Luke Southwood? Yeah. What nationality is new Hamilton goalkeeper Luke Southwood? English What age is Celtic's Christopher Iyer? Uh, 24 Which team beat Hibs 2-0 in the 2004 League Cup final? Uh, pass Who is the current manager of Greenock Morton? Uh, Jim Duffy Okay, let's bring Hugh Keevans back Hugh, can you hear us? I can You can, alright, same set of questions to you, shall we? Okay Right, let's do it Sean McLaughlin has joined St Mirren on loan from which English team? Oxford what nationality is new Hamilton goalkeeper Luke Southwood? Pass. What age is Celtic's Christopher Iyer? 21. Which team beat Hibs 2 0 in the 2004 League Cup final? Uh, pass. Who is the current manager of Greenock Morton? It is. Pass. <laughs> <laughs> and what is for for Athletics mascot? What is he? Oh, give she? me a break. <laughs> it's a, a Brady. 
Oh dearie me It just got time for that last question Which was further than you got Colin But that doesn't necessarily mean anything Let's go through them Sean McLaughlin has joined St Mirren on loan From which English team? It was Hull oh. So none of you got that right Which nas- What nationality is New Hamilton goalkeeper Luke Southwood? He's English And Is he not the under Colin 21? got it no. so Oh did he? Well done son It's a fairly English sounding name isn't it? It was a calculated guess So 1-0 uh, Huey Keevans equalised though Because he may have shirts and ties a lot older than this But Christopher Iyer is 21 yeah. knew that. Uh, Which team beat Hibs 2-0 in the 2004 League Cup final? It was Livingston, Livingston. Oh, I remember. So it's one all after four questions Who is the manager of Morton? You're a couple of years out Colin You said Jim Duffy yeah. Hugh Keevans just, just had a meltdown It's David Hopkins, David Hopkins. Oh, of course. Um, So it means that it all comes down to the last question Colin Because Hugh Keevans got that far and you didn't um, the question was What is Forfar Athletic's mascot He kind of laughed And he huffed And he said Is it a Brady It is a is Brady, Brady. Oh, oh, Colin I feel like you've been robbed Colin Forfar uh, Brady yeah. oh, You're joking nah, I, 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 I think that's mince <laughs> It was a a complete guess And he guessed Christopher Iyer's age as well But listen Who's going to get the Brady Other than some other crusty old guy And before he makes any more jokes Colin I think we better leave it there Hard lines A 2-1 defeat for you Sorry Colin Thanks very much Ah Brady I mean to be fair Yeah for for Brady I just I thought you were destined To not get it Not not the best quiz we've ever heard But winning's everything Winning is everything Well that's what we said It's a results driven (laughs) business Uh, Hugh Evans It was kind of Rangers against Progress Completes the clean sweep For the pundits this week Listeners must do better Next week Right The new season's underway Hugh Keevans Yeah Because Dunfermline And Dundee have kicked off In glorious sunshine At East End Park And with two minutes on the clock It's rubbish We've not even seen a goal yet Well Gordon Strachan (laughs) is there In his new capacity As uh, the director of football He's good ladies with him as well Yeah Yeah. Always by his side Uh, So interesting times Uh, James McPake uh, has the confidence of the Dundee players They believe in him And that's a good start Dunfermline had a good start to the season You know, the pre-season friendlies And, and the cup ties as well they've, they've looked apart This will be a hard one for Dundee today It's an interesting game Okay, I'll work my way up then Because it's prediction time for you too mm. Hugh Keevans has been swithering over this For weeks and yes. weeks and weeks And it is time to reveal the predictions I'll go from the bottom Who's going to win the championship Since Dunfermline and Dundee's on um, now, I'm going to go for Dundee Okay, over their city rivals? Yes DJ, I know you have a vested interest what in that was, part of the, the world Who's going to win the championship? Who's going to win the championship? Dundee United Okay, split, we've got a Tayside split in the studio Right, let's get up to the, the big division We'll start yeah. at the bottom Who goes straight down, Hugh Keevans? I fear for St Mirren Straight down? Yeah, I fear for them for the simple reason that they've lost an awful lot of players. Uh, they're expecting new players to come in from a an assortment of places and hit the ground running, and they have a really tough game to be in with Hibs at Easter Road, uh, who have been terrific under Paul Heckenbottom. I fear for St Mirren. Um, like yeah, the, the prediction for number one, prediction for number twelve is the same. It's guesswork, but I fear for St Mirren. Jim Goodwin, delighted to hear that, given your track record of predictions. Derek, who goes straight down? I think Ross County again. I think the, the, wow. the last season they were fantastic, but I think it might be just a wee bit too much for them this season, so I fancy them to go down. Relegation playoffs, Hugh Keevans? Um, 
Kilmarnock, St Johnston. They should be in bother. Wow, a huge shout from you. You're feeling bold early in the season. Well, Which one? Pick I, one quickly. Again, I fear for Angelo Alessio at uh, Rugby Park unless things brighten up quickly. Um, so you're you've got Hamilton, Livingston. They're all safe. Uh, certainly Livingston And you should never write off Hamilton Everyone's had a bash at it for years And it never transpires right. to be the case Derek, playoffs I tell you what, Dunfermline should have scored there yep. Corner kick, header, keeper saved It went right at him Relegation playoffs yeah. in the Premiership uh, I've got St Mirren, second bottom I think they'll be in relegation Okay. St Mirren So, so Roscoe, you go down St Mirren in the playoffs Right, now for the big one then Derek, you give us your third, second and first If you don't mind Third, second and first mm-hmm. Third, Aberdeen just think they're looking a bit, bit stronger Back yeah, to being best yeah, of the rest so but, to speak but, but I think Rangers and Celtic are stronger yeah. So I would go for Aberdeen in third Celtic in second mm-hmm. And Rangers in first Right what's the difference then Why can Rangers do it this time I mean, I, Celtic have had it all their own way for nine trophies now I just think they're a far far stronger side uh, I think just looking at them I think they've got the quality in midfield of teams Want to sit back and, and defend I think they've now got players with the ability to get by them, to stretch them and to score goals. They've got plenty of width to get balls in the box. They've got Morelis is not going, you've got a man that can score goals. If not, then Defoe comes in. Arfield's been outstanding. Aribo will be in midfield. Ojo, I think they've just got real quality mm. from the midfield going forward. So that, that's why I think very narrowly I would go for Rangers. Okay, Hugh Gevens, your third place and why? Aberdeen um, They do not have the sustainability to, to win the title They don't have the budget to win the title uh, But they can certainly be the third force Your second place and why Hugh Evans Is Rangers uh, I, I I do believe they have improved immeasurably On the Pedro Cachinha team uh, And Stephen Gerrard continues to do uh, a good job there I do think he has Brought in good players in uh, Ojo and uh, Joe Aribo uh, And Stephen Davis you would be entitled to think would get better Now that uh, he's been at Ibrox for a, a while Having returned to the club I think Morelos will stay and will score goals But I think that Celtic have an attacking ethos That's a, a pleasure to watch now They have had uh, Lewis Morgan Emerge following his season at Sunderland They had Mikey Johnson get better Ryan Christie get better Lee Griffiths is like getting a new player back Edward uh, continues to improve and flourish And uh, they now have uh, Marianne Schved Knocking on the door for a place in the team Bio up front has yet to be seen Because of recurring injury problems But by all accounts is a player worth watching I think they have that attacking ethos. I think they can live with the pressure. After all, Brendan Rodgers left mid-season and that was a traumatic experience for the, the Celtic players and supporters. But they held on thanks to Neil Lennon and they can live with the pressure of nine in a row for the second time. I think they have the players and the temperament. Interesting, because I've been trying to read you all week and I thought, listening to you on Monday, I thought you were going to I thought you were going to go Rangers But you've gone yeah. Celtic Okay that, there it is then The predictions from Derek Johnson and Hugh Keevans Derek thinks Rangers will win the league Hugh thinks Celtic will win the league A few different permutations in there For the relegation battles and so on What do you think of it? How does your Premiership prediction compare? Let us know 0141 951 1025 Tom is a Rangers fan in Cumbernauld Hi Tom 
Hi, hi guys. Hi, good evening to you. Good evening, Derek. Hi, Tom. Thank God. I'm absolutely buzzing for this, this season to start. Obviously, I've been on a few times and you know I'm a Rangers supporter. Now, I was at the game last week against Progress Niederkorn and it's a couple of points I want to put to you. The three is the, the first point about is about the central defensive partnership. I think I think Gajera could be possibly start with Helander and Emerson at the back. I thought it was very impressed by Emerson. He was good in the tackle. His distribution was very good. He looks a really good asset. That's my first point. Mm-hmm. And also my second point is about the midfield. They, I think Aribo is going to be really good this season. The the midfield looks tremendous. But Aribo, very impressed by Aribo. He's going to be hard to, to knock off the ball. I think he's very strong looking. And it's good to see Davis. I think Stephen Davis is going to be really important this season. The, I'm really glad that he's back. And I think, uh, I'm hoping that Rangers can obviously win the league this year because that's the ultimate goal. But I will also agree with you, if we don't, Rangers don't win the, the league, they have got to win a trophy. Uh, they have got to win probably a couple of trophies because uh, with the investment they've made, under Jera because we're getting a, a lot of money but the I think it could be quite positive this season that they, what, what do you guys think? Derek what about um, Tom's last point there does Stephen Gerrard have to win a trophy and I mean have to win one in terms of keeping his job so you've you've already predicted that they'll win the league so that would yeah, that would be yeah. that would be fine you would imagine if that doesn't come to fruition do they have to win a cup this time? Well the, the one thing that will happen this year is Stephen Gerrard will be judged Last season he wouldn't be judged because he had to change the whole side. You know, well, judged to an extent, but no, no, I don't think he was judged at all. I, I think. Well, I mean, if they had finished third or fourth, fourth, of course, they would have been judged. No, no, but listen, they finished second, and I don't think they would have been judged because fans just love everything about. You him. don't He's think Stephen Gerrard would have been judged had he not even managed second place last season? Of course he would have. No, but he finished second. No, I know that, but you're saying that last season he was never no, he going to no, be judged no, because of the squad overhaul. No, because fans would have given him a bit of time. One of the few managers at Rangers that would have been given time. I would love to have seen these phone lines I, then if Rangers I, I hadn't think, finished second. I think, I don't get, think, I think he will get judged this year because, you know, he's, he's brought in a lot of players again. And, uh, you know, a lot of things are expected. I, th- I think he knows himself that he's got to win a trophy. He's a winner. Him and McAllister, they're not up here to finish second or going to semi finals of cups. They're up here to win things. And I think that will that will be the aim. Obviously the league is the big one, but they'll be one to win a cup as well, that's for sure. A, a trophy would be a tangible sign of improvement. I've missed you saying that over the summer. That yeah. was your favourite catchphrase from yeah. last season. It, it would be, because Rangers haven't won a major trophy for years. Therefore, a trophy would be a tangible sign of improvement. However, we are in the midst of a phenomenon. And the phenomenon surrounds the whole business of Celtic and 10 in a row. And the manager who can't stop Celtic from getting 10 in a row will get the sack. Because a League Cup is all very well, a Scottish Cup is fine and dandy, but the Rangers supporters, every man, woman and child, want Celtic to be stopped in their tracks. But, but we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves, Hugh. They've got to win nine first. Yeah. That's, that's two seasons away. And, that, I mean, and that's why I'm saying a trophy is a tangible sign of improvement, but the league is everything, everything to the Rangers supporters. And if they don't win it, would they give Stephen Gerrard a third crack 
at stopping Celtic in the 10 in a row season Before we let you go Tom what are your thoughts on Sunday's game? I'm pretty confident I know, I know Rangers didn't do well against Kilmarnock this season but I think Rangers will present Robbie Park and beat him pretty easily OK, well we'll soon find out on Sunday well, Let's bring it forward to Saturday Because Ian is a Celtic fan from Renton Just before you go on to your main point Ian, what are you thinking tomorrow? Is it going to be a comfortable win on Flag Day? Yeah, for nothing Yeah, I think it'll be easy tomorrow I'm really looking forward to the season starting You know, I kind of really missed it uh, I think it'll be a comfortable win for that in Celtic tomorrow OK, but just before we let you move on We do have the first goal of the new league season in Scotland It's scored by Ryan Dow of Dunfermline yeah. They got Good him goal. in the summer from Peter Head, of course It's a bit of a defensive lapse oh. from Dundee oh, it's, in fact, it's, more, it's more than a bit of a defensive lapse And eventually it squared across to Ryan Dow Very simple Good finish 12-yard finish, bottom corner Anyway, Ian, on you go with your main point Ah, uh, so good Good evening guys anyway uh, Just a main point to Derek You know it's, You know, you listen to this every season And you know what he's going to say He's going to say Rangers are going to win the league <laughs> So my question is You know Why do we take you serious? You just know that you're going to say that You've said it for the last four years No no I said it last year I didn't say it for the last four years Alright okay well, Maybe I'm have wrong you, Have, you, have, you, got, have you got a question wrong, Or you just want to say that Derek. Have you got a question No no that was a question I asked. Oh that no, was That's why I come on to ask you Right You know you're maybe listen. An impartial pundit Listen you know Listen Listen pundit, Derek. Listen I was asked the question You know that I've had Love to say Ian. about Rangers You're maybe impartial Derek And oh. you're never Impartial mate Never Well if you give never. us A second answer you Instead of going on oh, I was asked on. I was asked the question Listen Just be quiet for five seconds I was asked the question Who's going to win the league And I've said Rangers That's my opinion Might be wrong And I'm here to be judged As the season goes on So listen So so, so I take it I take it you're going to go for Celtic Of course Well that's predictable That's terrible You shouldn't be like that No it's not predictable You're guessing the same as I am That we are treble treble winners Yes but, that, but that's in the past This is a new Derek, season Derek we won the league last year And we did not play very well we won the table last year And I think we had a poor season On the park Yeah well good for you Okay I think we're good friends in the end We'll leave it there Thank you to Ian In Renton Just before <laughs> either of you Got any more high pitched Poor Hugh Keevans I thought we were going to I can't believe I got high pitched <laughs> <laughs> It's not like you at all This is good fun Hugh Keevans You missed yeah. this on Monday We didn't do it on Monday Name your squad With Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football Search SPFL Fantasy Football for the chance to win £10,000 Right, this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard We're giving you the chance to win over £500 With Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football Of course, the action all starts this weekend So you're running out of time Make sure you've got your fantasy team picked You're the gaffer, you make all the big decisions So get your team picked and hopefully you have a successful season But thanks to Ladbrokes, we're all give, already giving you the chance to be a winner Over the weekend So come on the show Name the famous starting 11 For your chance to win up to £550 For every player you name in the starting 11 You get 50 quid. So it's there we go Simple as that You get all 11 You get £550 You must be over 18 to enter 0141 951 1025 And you have until the end of this break 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors. The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined. Talk to Thompson's.com. Hugh Evans and Derek Johnson are here, and technically, the new league season is underway. The main card isn't until tomorrow, but it's Dunfermline 1 Dundee 0 in the Championship. And Stevie Crawford's side are right up for this one, Hugh Evans. They're all over Dundee. Yeah, and Dundee are quite deplorable, particularly in defence. Uh, so happy don't, to praise. Don't tell me this is the quickest ever uh, prediction for you <laughs> no, to no, get the No, window. no, no, no. As I've said, you know, it's, there's plenty of games long left. Time, after a this long one. time ago in this game as well. Yeah, but uh, Dundee have started very poorly. Gordon Strachan uh, has a big job there. Mm, okay, it's to time. be fair, Dunfermline have started well. Yeah. <laughs> But you like some sign of life from Dundee We're going to continue with your reaction to the predictions Given out by Hugh Keevans and Derek Johnson If you missed them, Hugh went for Celtic to win the league Derek went for Rangers um, We're going to hear some interesting comments from the new Marmock boss as well But this first Name your squad with Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football Search SPFL Fantasy Football For the chance to win £10,000 Okay, all this week on Clyde One Super Scoreboard Giving you the chance to win over £500 Every time we play with Ladbrokes Premiership Fantasy Football You're running out of time for the new season So get your fantasy team in Get your players picked You're the gaffer So let's see if you can win some prizes by the end of the season Thanks to Ladbrokes They were already giving you the chance to win On Clyde One Super Scoreboard And tonight's contestant through at random Is Peter from Mount Florida How are you tonight, Peter? Evening Gordon Evening gents How are you? Hi Peter Now Peter have you been listening to this com- uh, competition the last couple of nights? I have I have right. Gordon yeah So you know how it works You've got 30 seconds to name as many of a famous starting 11 as you can And for each correct answer you get yourself 50 quid Now in the last couple of nights it's been a bit of fun Hugh Keevens In the first night the contestant got none oh. Because he was a Rangers fan No he was a Celtic fan and it was a Rangers question It's just it's just the luck of the draw uh, Last night we managed to get two So we gave away 100 quid Just out of curiosity Peter what team do you support? I am a Celtic supporter Okay let's look at tonight's question And just see if this is going to play into your hands Because it went completely the other way um, On Wednesday night So anyway here's what's going to happen I'm going to name a starting 11 You need to name as many of them as you can And for each correct answer you get £50 Here's a heads up If you don't know just guess Just run through as many names as you can okay Okay, smashing. Right, I'm going to announce the team you're looking for And then we're going to kick off the 30 second timer The team you're looking for Is Celtic's starting 11 from Seville, go uh, Robert Douglas, Baldy, Lambert, McNamara, Henrik, Hartson, Sutton, uh, Lambert, Thompson uh, I think there's a left back uh, I think there was uh, Lennon Keep going, keep going Can't remember the left back Couple more, come on. Robert, Robert Douglas, Magnus Hedman, Stephen Mahe. I'll tell you what, it was a good effort, Peter. You're having a good weekend, let, I think. Let's be honest, Peter. By the end, you were just throwing all sorts out there, but you did very well. By my count, you got Rab Douglas, Bobo Baldi, Alan Thompson, Neil Lennon, Paul Lambert. Henrik Larson and Chris Sutton you got 7,350 quid Peter well done to you thanks very much your wife's just come up with and went nail on Telfer no 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 you can tell her she's wrong well well, I tell you who you missed out on yeah please you missed out Yusval Haran Johan Mialbi Didier Agat and Stylian Petrov smashing you got the rest and you got 350 quid spend it wisely Peter 
Thanks, gents. Appreciate your time. Good well man, done. that was Peter. That's exactly how it's supposed to go, Hugh yeah, Keevans. On well the first done. night when we got none, that was <laughs> the nice, uh, nice Friday night lift. The sun is yes. shining. £350 to the good. Well done. Well well done to Peter We've got another chance For you to win With Ladbrokes And their SPFL Premiership Fantasy Football Tomorrow And Sunday I think I think we're doing it Saturday and Sunday um, On Clyde One's Super Scoreboard Certainly tomorrow So another chance For you to win And don't forget Get your fantasy team Get it done and dusted Get it ready For this weekend Peter's going to be happy Isn't he? Absolutely 350 smack Happy days What's happening in the game? Dunfermline, Dundee Derek Still was 24 traffic. minutes gone Still won nothing for Dunfermline Looking the better side Dundee will need to get to grips here Because they're they're getting out fought And oh. outplayed mm. so far With what? 24 minutes on the clock Right, don't think you two are getting away Because we're still doing the full-time teaser no. Yes, your first of the new season I'm afraid not This one has been sent in From John Richardson in Paisley Thanks to John He sent the question to this address So listen up, write it down Do what you have to Full time at Clyde1.com If you've got a good question And you'd like to hear it on the show That's where you send it Full time at Clyde1.com No offence But you two tend to need easier questions Is that is that fair? Correct I'm glad you agree um, can, you, can you name the nine players Who got ten or more league goals In the Scottish Premiership last season? Can you name the nine players Who got ten or more league goals In the Scottish Premiership last season? Edward Morelos Okay, Derek, get, take one from you. Uh, They're both right, by the way. They are. No, I don't know who else. Morelos 18, Edward 15. Cosgrove. Uh huh. Get, do you want to give Derek Johnson a shot at the ball? Okay. Somebody at Celtic. Right, guess one. Come on, let's just throw anything at me. Get us up and running. Um, You've only got nine to get. You're a third of the way there. <laughs> he's, lo- <laughs> he's looking to Hugh Keevens for support. That's when you know you're in a bad way. Callum Gregg No No James Forrest Yes Yes Forrest that's You got 11 Right we'll leave it there Because you're almost halfway that five? You can uh, That's four, four. four. You, can, you can play along on Twitter At Clyde SSB right. Some of you will absolutely Destroy this question Name nine players Who got ten or more goals In the Premiership last season Morelos Cosgrove Edward You were almost doing it in order there uh, You got James Forrest So we've got a few more to get But plenty of time To get them So No rush Whatsoever uh, Let's continue previewing This weekend then um, we're, we're skipping ahead a bit We'll get back to Saturday Because there's been a heavy Rangers focus On Sunday Hugh Because oh. this is Glasgow And that's what happens Very interesting to see What on earth Happens to Kilmarnock This season They scaled heights yeah. That they hadn't scaled In a long time last season And already people are predicting That there's going to be A dramatic fall One of the most heartwarming sights From last season Was the final day When Steve Clark Took to the pitch And said that I could not bring you a trophy But this is my trophy for you To get Kilmarnock back into Europe After a long, long absence Now Steve Clark has gone Chris Boyd Great goal scorer for Kilmarnock Has gone, retired And A man who worked Throughout his career with Antonio Conte And was therefore assumed to be A blue chip Acquisition for Kilmarnock Angelo Alessio Has not so much hit the ground running as fallen to the ground uh, And supporters are worried that there is a suggestion of discontent behind the scenes Players deny that is the case But you tend to find there's no smoke without fire Where that matter is concerned So I think they have an awful opening game against a Rangers side Who know 
the value of a very good win on the first day of the league season, and I think Kilmarnock are at the moment in trouble. You know, the, you know the strange thing, Hugh. They haven't lost all that many players. They lost Jones. Yeah. And uh, is there anybody no, they, else? Yeah, they had a lot of loan players. So that's the problem as well. Back. Yeah, they had a lot but of loan just, players. I mean, I mean, it was a poor result in Europe. And again, Steve Clark was the man that they all respected. I don't know this manager coming in whether he's. I mean, the, the stories are that the players are not happy with the training and things yeah. like that. We don't know that. That's the word that's coming. Only the players can tell you that. But if that is the case, then they are going to struggle this year. If they're not happy with the training the manager's given well, them, then they to can be fair, Gary Dicker came out and, and tried to quash those rumours. Let's hear from the manager at. Angelo Alessio says he's struggling to bring in players this summer to help improve the squad. Um, you know, he's, he says they're working hard to get the numbers in, but he's not feeling the pressure after that European exit. It has been difficult to to bring a new players, you know, and uh, uh, to complete our our team. And um, in some roles, we don't have uh, uh, another uh, solution, you know. We have only Brophy, uh, an example for striker. Uh, I work, I continue to work. For me, it's no problem. The manager, uh, is, uh, um, the manager is always uh, under pressure, you know? For me, it's, no, it's normal, it's normal. But <laughs> the situation is this now. I am ready, I work hard, but the situation is this. It's, it, it, this is uh, very clear for, for everyone. Where have you got them finishing this season, Hugh? I'm going to get you all to write the predictions down. Yeah. We're going to put it on Twitter. You're all going to get slaughtered for it, I'm sure, as the season goes on. Where have you got Kilmarnock finishing? Um, certainly not top six. No? No. Um, I've got them seventh. And I've got them seventh. It all depends on Angelo Alessio and how this plays out. Now, well, you're going to have to get this written down by tomorrow. You need yeah, to pick yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From my experience in newspapers, these stories about dressing room unrest emerge. And although players later backtrack, there is smoke because there's a fire. And I'm not sure that everything is as it should be at Kilmarnock. And that the inability to bring in players is is a big burden for Alessio, who is having his first managerial job. So I have my concerns for them and I can see them being comprehensively beaten by Rangers which cranks up the pressure Tell me Do they still have A couple of the backroom staff From Steve Clark's day Yeah But they've been marginalised So so tell me Hugh I mean I haven't seen Kilmarnock play this season Are they playing the same way Everybody back defending And then on well, the break Or, or are well, they an, an open An open game That's the problem They they are embarrassed And humiliated By a Welsh part-time team In Europe And then there were Complaints about The lack of Pre-season matches To be played Thereafter uh, and so there are concerns about mm. fitness There are concerns about the size of the squad And the quality of the squad And they have a Rangers side on Sunday Who must be ferociously hungry Because they know the demands of this season Okay, let's go back to the phones Brian is in Moss Park Wants to talk about Angelo Alessio Hi Brian Hi, I'm actually a Celtic fan I've just wanted to call my season I appreciate that Kamara uh, got knocked out by uh, Conor Nomads of Wales Who are Pretty poor team yep. This guy's coming He's obviously got a pedigree of such He's obviously going to take time to bed in How many mans have been sacked In very recent times After just a few number of games You could probably The biggest example Is obviously Alex Ferguson Never getting sacked by the For a period of time When he probably Most teams would have sacked him You've got to let him bed in See what actually happens Rather than just having a quick yep. 
quite well, I, I, I give you, I give you, we're terrible for it in this country. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In particular, there's a real feeling that when so, someone that we, you know, a foreigner. Let's be honest. When foreign managers come in, if, there's always people who, oh, that's never going to work. And as soon as one bad result, you hear it, and it's that's that's not nice to hear. Surely everybody deserves a fair chance. You know, Brian brought up Sir Alex at Old Trafford. I mean, different era. A different era. Five years without a trophy for Man United, and they still had faith in him. But the world has changed. Alan Stubbs got four league matches at St Mirren and was toppled because they wanted Oren Kearney to come in and they just suspected that uh, Alan Stubbs simply wasn't going to do the job. The same will happen to Angelo Alessio if the first few games go badly because the crowd will turn on Billy Bowie, the club's owner, and when that happens and supporters' disaffection becomes clear to see then the hmm. the owner is obliged to act well why i would i would disagree with that Hugh. i mean he's not getting paid 50 quid a week this man him and his backroom staff it, it's so easy to say it's not working out and pay he's him got, off he's got a three-year contract it's, it's, you, you know it's a you lot know. of money you're going to have to fork out and, and, if, and everybody will have yeah, to go, you go because brian. if somebody else comes in he's bringing his own people with him and you go brian um, I, again, so I've actually lost the trail about where I was coming from. I, again, it's, it's a question of him betting and seeing what's, what's going to happen. I mean, obviously, Kilmarnock, this is probably, I think, what's actually why, why there's such so much fire against the man is because they've got to uh, Europe after 18 years. Steve Clark's great sort of season last year, and Steve Clark, I actually took Steve Clark to Celtic manager four or five years ago. I think because they've lost Steve Clark and I've seen the guy come in, give it short to him, he's made a few errors, got to give him time to bathe in. Do you know what Brian I listened and I read About these Kilmarnock fans That were at the game And they weren't very Complimentary to him For his, his second game in charge You know And, it, and it's Brian, a fan Brian, Eventually That will get you the sack Brian If Neil Lennon Didn't win In his first Three or four games This season The Celtic fans Would want him out I remember I remember you will take you back I remember I'm Gordon Strachan's first game I don't know if you recall it 5-0 at media Yeah I mean, so that was like torture, but all right, the way the home leg was 4 0. Go ahead and give these guys a chance. You just, I mean, come on, like or not. I'm sorry, don't yeah, but you're going to have to tell that. Just... You're going to have to tell that to supporters because well, he is. That's that's the point. He is. Well, he is not. Brian does not form the majority of supporters because in today's world, knee-jerk reactions rule. Yeah, but it's the second of August. Let's yeah, I, I, let's, do, let's, I do let's understand check ourselves that. A I do bit. understand that. How are you getting on? Sorry, with tonight's teaser because we have to move well, on. We're looking for the nine players who got ten thought. or more goals in the Premiership last season. You've got Morelos, Cosgrove, Edward, and Forrest. Camberry. No. Naismith. Yes. Naismith. Oh, DJ. No, I was going to say him. Ah. Uh, no. As Dunfermline go 2-0 in front oh. is Kevin Nisbet One of the summer recruits from Wraith Rovers And Dunfermline are absolutely rampant Dundee are all over D- the D- place Dundee have not had a shot at goals You've got rampant versus rotten Dunfermline 2, Dundee 0 You have got four to get in the teaser four And we'll get. get them next Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors The league leader for compensation Talk to Thompson's.com into the final part of tonight's Clyde 1 Super <laughs> Scoreboard and Fairland 2 Dundee nil in the first league game of the new season One way traffic isn't it? Oh. Yeah very much so It's a real worry for James McPake uh, Gavin and Stirling's been hanging on for quite some time So I'm just going to speak to him in a oh, don't, We'll do it just now He's been hanging on for ages Hi Gavin what's your point tonight? Uh, hi team how are you doing? Hi Thanks. Gavin 
Uh, just a um, uh, just a wee talk about the season ahead and how I think it's going to pan out. Uh, I think for a starter, Celtic, I think we'll win it at a canter, and uh, a really good chance we could go on to win the treble again. What's your thoughts on that team? Well, you tell us a bit more in detail, Gavin. Where does the confidence come from? The confidence comes well. The confidence comes from the last eight seasons, eight in a row. Treble, treble winners, invincible season. I just can't see any other team stopping us at the moment. You say uh, you say it'll be a canter. Do you, so you think like a, a bigger points gap than last season, for instance? Well, yeah, and I, I, in a way, yeah, I, I think we'll hit double figures this season. Yes, um, beginning of the season, I can see it being quite close, definitely. Come the match at Ibrox, come September, I'd be very, very happy to walk away from Ibrox with a draw. And I reckon if Celtic we go on ten, 10 games in, if we can go unbeaten, then the pressure will be all on Rangers. And after that, I can see their wee bubble start to burst. Well, and then what? And then once this starts to happen, I think Ibrox will start crumbling, and then we'll go on to do the league, do what we do best, and go and win the league at Canter. A quadruple treble. Uh, you know, you're into the stratosphere. Then you know, you you run out of. Um, well, well, I'm just saying nobody, expect, nobody expected us to go and do the treble treble And they proved yeah. everybody wrong Yeah, yeah The way he left us Everybody yeah. thought, yes, that's, that's, that's it The Celtic bubble was bust I'm and not disputing we it and the, and the I'm not disputing what you say I'm simply saying that the sheer physical effort Of winning four trebles in a row uh, Would be astonishing now, but, that, but that's their incentive, you. Oh, yeah, yeah, That is course, their Celtic yeah. yeah, yeah. incentive. And that's a motivation. That's all the motivation yeah. you need. Now, I, have, I have taken Celtic to win the title tonight. So, in order... Let's, let's um, not talk about a treble. That's, that's unfair. But in order to win the league, then the loss of Lustig, Boyata, Benkovic and possibly Tierney has to be compensated for. Celtic have to hope that Bolingoli is the £3 million player they thought he was, that Chris Julian is the £7 million player they thought he was, and that El Hamed uh, is the £1.5 million player they thought he was. So they have to give Celtic solidity at the back. I do believe that middle to front, Celtic have an extraordinary array of talent. And if Griffiths can come back to the goal-scoring form he had prior to his personal issues, then along with Edward. And the array of attacking players that they have It could be that Celtic yeah. Will win nine in a row uh, I believe they will Okay, thank you to Gavin in Sterling On Twitter at Clyde SSB Sean Graham says Great to have you back previewing the season I'm in the garden listening Playing football with Alfie The dog, he says <laughs> Alf, uh, what's it all about? <laughs> remember, the juniors are back tomorrow Also, big day for Ben Burb and Ross Vale Back in the big time Vale for the first time Yes, Listen, listen we, what about Fort William? Absolutely, yeah. we had the manager well on last night We had him well on done. last night well done to We would William. urge you all to get out and see a game of yes. any description cool. Obviously you want to take the Clyde one app with you And listen to Super Scoreboard And I'll tell you what If you don't fancy a competitive game And you're in the, the local area Why not head down to Wisher Sports Centre For a really, really good cause Motherwell Thistle uh, have been in touch They are putting on their Tournament of Hope It's an aid of Chris's house Now this is a team and a community That's been rocked by the sad passing of three Players involved with the club Within the last short space of time mm. One's too many Obviously Three is just 
an incredible number Like I say It's rocked the full community So the guys are all coming together At Wisher Sports Centre yeah, 11 to 5 tomorrow yeah, Bit of a family fun day And a tournament as well So if you can't take in A competitive game Why not get down there But we're looking forward To it all kicking off tomorrow Saturday the 3rd of August You cannot beat The first day of the new season No No I mean you hear the way People are speaking tonight Celtic will win the league In a canter well, Gavin's quite entitled yeah, to his opinion course. Yeah, and I of accept course. that as well And Rangers supporters are opinion. full of belief that mm. this can be their season So yeah. that's all well and good on the 2nd of August It's the 3rd and the 4th uh, We'll check in with the teaser soon Let's hear from Stephen Robinson The Motherwell boss is, says tempering expectations Might be one of his <laughs> biggest tasks ahead of the new season They have of course eased through the Betfred Cup Have not even conceded a goal And he's looking forward to tomorrow's league opener at Livingston Can't wait Really exciting. Um, I think we've put together an exciting team. We've, um, I'm not sure about properly because had we not won all four cup games, people would be writing about it. So we've, we've won. We've started well. Um, you know, we we go into the game confident. I mean, my aim is we, we try and win every single game, no matter who we're playing. If it's Celtic Rangers, if it's Livingston St Mirren, it's, it doesn't matter. We're we're trying to win every game. I think we're aggressive in how we press teams, and and we set out. It doesn't always work like that, of course, you know. But I think we're positive. My aims, you know, I don't set real targets. Yeah, we we do within the coaching staff. We do within the privacy of the dressing room. We don't go shouting our mouth off what we want to achieve. But I think you take it step by step and see where you can get to it by Christmas time. Expectations, the, the biggest thing is to manage in football. First and foremost, we have to stay in the division. That's our, our primary aim, of course, within our dressing room and within our coaching staff. We've got bigger aims than that, much bigger aims than that. You'll like this link, Hugh. Big turnover of players for Mother. One of them who left was Danny Johnson, and he's oh. just scored from the spot for Dundee. What a silly a, penalty. A handball against Ryan Down. Now, remember, the handball rule has changed yeah. slightly. This one came across. And Dow's arm was out It bounced up It did hit his arm And now that, that's a that's a no-brainer Dundee have been honking Hugh yeah. For the back in the target game. they've had Well Ryan Dow put on An Academy Award winning performance Of looking at the referee And yeah. saying What? How? Definitely his arm But his arm was extended Way beyond his body And it was a stick-on penalty Okay uh, Motherwell Stephen Robinson talking There they go to Livingston tomorrow Where have you got them finishing Hugh? Uh, top six I, So I, sixth no. I be, yeah, I believe uh, that the Betfred Cup results and that the players that uh, Stephen Robinson's brought in, the kids um, that he's got yeah, another year's experience I, for them. I also believe in Stephen Robinson. He, 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 you know, he's such a good manager from Motherwell and has done so many great things. Uh, I just think that they they do have the necessary. Mm. Yeah, to, I think to I've be got top six. You got them sixth as well. Yeah. Okay, it's half time in that game at East End Park. Let's quickly, it's going to have to be quick, speak to Kenny, who's a Hearts fan on the line. Stephen Naismith back, Kenny. A very long contract for a 32 year old, but I'm sure you'll be happy to see him back nevertheless. Oh, chuffed a bit this evening, guys. Uh, chuffed, no, chuffed a bit for that. Uh, I believe there's a coaching role on yeah. it as well. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I'm, just, I'm just hearing, I'm hearing through the grapevine in Edinburgh that. Uh, What's his name? James Morrison and uh, Whelan for Aston Villa. Apparently they've signed for as well with Hearts or they're in talks or they're at the William or Thinkers. Yeah, well, well certainly the, the rumour mill is, is is going as far as Glenn Whelan's concerned, Hugh. You never know for sure, but that certainly looks like the type of signing that would come up here and do pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Good pedigree, of course. Yeah. Um, Craig Levine always seems to be a man who splits opinion. Uh, among the Hearts supporters And certainly among Former Hearts players Who have access to <laughs> The laptops Who are you um, talking about here? Yeah Michael Stewart <laughs> Say hello um, But 
uh, you know the, that supporter base, that terrific ground they have. If they get the likes of Glen Whelan, uh, great signing, great sure. signing. Yeah. Uh, well, well, while we're on the subject, then where have you got them finishing in your predictions? Hearts have got fourth, fifth, fifth, because I've got Hibs fourth and yeah. Hearts fifth. Derek. <laughs> Say that again, Kenny. I'm saying stick to fourth, Derek. I'm being optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kenny, what about you? Have to wait till Sunday, of course, don't you, to get your league campaign underway? Aye, aye, aye. Listen, all the reports coming back from Edinburgh and all the forums and that. Everybody's wanting Levine out, they're wanting budget. Uh, Aberdeen are going to slaughter us on Sunday, but I'm just looking forward to the season. You know what I mean? It's been a big miss. Uh, it's good to have a hero use guys back and looking forward to quite a tasty season. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Aye, we can't again. wait either, Kenny. Thanks for the call. You've had, you do have them fourth, Derek, do you not? Yes, I do. Hearts. Okay. Yeah. What have you got? So you've got Rangers, Celtic, Aberdeen, Hearts, Hearts Hibs, Hibs Motherwell as your top six. Top six. Okay. What's yours, Hugh? Uh, from memory, Celtic, Rangers, Aberdeen, Hibs, Hearts, Motherwell. Mm, okay. I okay. think I'm going to do myself proud here with the last four names. Do you think Gordon, so? Can I give you them just um, in case? Well, I'll tell you what, yeah, let, let's, let's round it off. I'll just so, throw it at you. Just, no, just let me remind everyone of the way the full-time teaser works. That's right. when you send the questions to us and we try and catch the pundits out with them in the last sort of half hour of the show. So if you've got any questions, anything at all, send it in to fulltime at Clyde1.com Tonight's was sent in uh, From John and Paisley Named the nine players Who got ten or more goals In the Scottish Premiership Last season We had Morelos We had Cosgrove Edward James Forrest And Stephen Naismith In there as well Which means you're still Looking for another four Well I've got three That I've thought Right Turnbull Motherwell Yes He was at the fourth He was just right. He was Level with Edward it Must be Tavernier With the penalty kicks And everything else Yes He was one less On 14 and Scott Arfield Yes On 11 oh, That means one, You're missing one out Of the nine Hugh Keevans Callum McGregor Nope Gary Mackay Stephen Nope Again No Lee Griffith Nope Not an old firm player But a team who had A very good season Brophy Eamon Brophy Yes We got there Uh, 11 goals For Eamon Brophy In there as well Alright thank you To Hugh Keevans And Derek Johnson For joining me Gordon Duncan And for giving Their predictions Ahead of a new league season Which truly starts tomorrow We do have one game In the championship tonight But it truly kicks off tomorrow We can't wait And we hope you join us as well We're here from 2 o'clock Flag day at Celtic Park Against St Johnson A fantastic fixture card Across the country as well We'll be giving you another chance To win more than £500 With Ladbrokes And As if that's not enough We'll be back on Sunday Hugh Keevans As Rangers play as well With another chance To win your money as well So join us then And in the meantime Stay where you are Because GBX Fridays Are up next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.